I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And everything's coming up podcast. This episode is brought to you by McBain. Let's get silly. <laughs> oh man, I really want to see that movie for real. What what would be well first of all who would be in it because originally it was obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger but would right. he would he still play present day I don't know he's getting back into cinema he is getting back into cinema yeah, <laughs> yeah his films exist in their own separate plane um, I'm sure there would be like a Vin Diesel kind of thing yes yeah. absolutely you you would hope that it'd be Kurt Russell since he's oh, not right. doing the uh, the reboot of uh, what I call it the movie I love so much <laughs> what a great which you could tell by a great by the big trouble in Little China <laughs> thank you let's get down to brass tacks we are joined today by Jonah Ray a uh, hilarious person. Uh, the meltdown on Comedy Central is in it. It's coming back second. June June thirtieth. Okay. June thirtieth. New episodes. Uh, eight weeks in a row. Tuesday nights. Is Tuesdays. it the third season or the second? Second season. season. Okay. Uh, and it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. It's better than the first season. Oh great. Yeah. That's what you love to hear. Yeah. No, I'm really really excited. We're that sounds a lot like The Simpsons. Ooh. Ooh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hey, I like your thermals pin. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Shout outs to Hutch, who's probably listening to this. He's just, absolutely just, listening to Just this. in the hopes that he'd come up. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. That's, that's why, that's why anyone to listens to any podcast. Very true. Very true. Uh, so you're here to talk to us about A Star is Burns. A Star is Burns. And why did you choose this episode of The Simpsons? You know, a varied many reasons. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a crossover it's the first like crossover of like my time, you yeah. know. It's like, I wasn't around for the Jetsons Flintstones crossover. Uh, <laughs> Are you sad about that? Pretty sad about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it just like it, it was so funny to me that the, like because I also loved the critic when it came out. I yeah. was a diehard critic fan, and uh, the fact that the, you know like when I first heard their critic was going to come on to Simpsons, like I was like, how is it going to be drawn? <laughs> like, it's, like, it's, are they going to assimilate? Or is it just going to look out of place? Because the color palettes are all different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love the critic so much, and like you know, Simpsons was on a roll at that time. And uh, just as far as like what's in it, like it taught me about other movies. Like it was like movie parodies. Oh, yeah, with the critic or this episode specifically? This episode specifically mm-hmm. because there was like like a ton of movie parodies and like yeah, I'm a huge like Mel Brooks fan and so that Spielberg. there was yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Spielberg yeah yeah uh, and and also like there was uh, I had just like my uh, aunt just showed me Rocky Horror Picture Show for the first time I'd never heard of it mm-hmm. never heard of it that's and a I'm special watching. moment every kid has that moment right blew me away mm-hmm. blew me away I thought it was so incredible and so crazy like it's like one of those movies you're like this got made how did this get made <laughs> yeah and um, and like and the fact that there was Dr. Hibbert showing up as Dr. Dr. Frankenfurter of all the characters that you'd guess would like that movie that is probably lowest on my list of who would you characters. guess Mo? I would have guessed, yeah. Yeah, Mo, Mo would he would so, be riffraff. Absolutely, Mo would make a great riffraff. <laughs> oh man, somebody draw that, please. Somebody yeah. probably already drawn oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Art. I didn't actually, I didn't actually know the critic or Rocky Horror Picture when I saw this. So this introduced me to both of those things. Uh, but it took me a long time to actually realize what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, in classic Simpson style, you still get the joke because they're still solid jokes, even yeah, though you yeah. don't get the reference. If you get the reference. 
it's an extra little bonus for you. Yeah. Their yeah, joke yeah, exactly. rhythms are flawless. Yeah. yeah. Because of that. And that's come up a lot on this podcast that a lot of people didn't get the reference as it played in real time. And then later you rewatch. And there's a lot of moments. And we've talked about this. Yeah. Off podcast. Yes. But no. Uh, <laughs> okay. There's a yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about how um, you rewatch it, and and there's so many smart jokes where you're just like, "God damn you, Harvard boys!" Yeah, like I can't believe it. You yeah, know? yeah. And and like having been at a place in my life where I now know Harvard boys, right. some that have worked on The Simpsons, I would probably, if I was an adult, be a little pissed off. Like, yeah. I'm like, it's just like, oh, you pieces of shit. Oh, people watching it in real time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm sure there were like yeah. whole groups of people just like. I'm sure there's fuck tons you, of comedy people just watching, going, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the acknowledgement, acknowledgement laugh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all time, like, not, I don't know, all time favorite. Just, just so great. And so yeah. iconic. Like this episode has the most famous line of all of The Simpsons, in my opinion, other than Doe and Woohoo. What is Boo Earns? Boo Earns. I yeah. would say Boo Earns. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I can't think of anything that has like been so quotable than Boo Earns because people that don't even know The Simpsons say Boo Earns. It's just kind of entered the lexicon. I feel like I think yeah. so too. Yeah. yeah. But it also has one of my like least favorite jokes in The Simpsons, which Uh-oh. is uh, the New York plane landing. And it was like, yeah, I'm landing here. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't like that joke so much. Um, what, but, how do you feel about uh, the song, Don't Eat Pork, Not Even With a Fork? Can't oh. touch this. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, I think I really liked it. Yeah. I don't know why, because it's well, just like such a, Yeah, yeah, Weird Al, and it's such a simple rhyme that you're just like, yeah. I get it! Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are so many jokes in this episode that I didn't remember at all. I mean, they're the classic things, like boomerangs that we remember, and uh, don't cry for me, I'm, I'm already, already dead. dead. It's something I say yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. There, isn't it funny how something like that could manage its way into normal conversation? Why are we saying it? It probably doesn't necessarily <laughs> I, belong in conversation. Yeah. You would hope hard. that it doesn't really fit <laughs> yeah. the situation. No, my wife and I, like uh, Deanna, like, you know, we say that it's like you know if, if mm-hmm. someone's comp- or one of us is complaining about something so I'm sorry <laughs> don't cry for me I'm hard. also so when I'm hungover best line to say <laughs> oh hungover. yeah that's so great man I gotta yeah. start using that yeah it's a it's a it's a great line mm-hmm. and it is weird to see Jay Sherman drawn like that and toned like that yeah yeah it's very weird because it's uh you know as stylistic as the Simpsons is uh, the, the critic was also very so was like very oh, yeah. thin lines mm-hmm. and very like you know weirdly shaped bodies like very yeah. artsy like and, you know basically they tried to make it like a New Yorker cartoon like besides Jay Sherman everyone was drawn like a New Yorker cartoon yeah absolutely I don't think I really realized that before yeah I think I just re- realized it now so maybe <laughs> pretty smart anytime bringing up stream of consciousness brilliance yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and this is a great episode that showcases uh, a lot of characters in different ways through their mm-hmm. films that they choose to do even Mo when he does the musical one and um you know it's a it's a great Hans Molman uh, episode too yeah. he, he comes up a lot <laughs> yeah part yeah. of the main crux Football of the plot the drawing too. Yeah. yeah we'll get there we'll get there one of the one of the things that's in our book that uh our Simpsons guidebook that makes me laugh so much that I, I think I missed as a kid was the people that are doing the celebrity tours and they go to Mo and he's they're just like are you miss Oh yeah, are you Miss Barrymore or Miss Drew Barrymore? Yeah, and Mo's just like, no, get out of here. Yeah, He's yeah. like, sorry, Miss Barrymore. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's a little racist, but a lot funny. So yeah, you, you get, know, it gets a little bit of a pass. How, how is it racist? It couldn't. That that's the thing. Like in the time that it came out, it, it was it was more just in, including characters of different races. It wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily just making fun of. Or like a caricature of punchline. An Asian tourist family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I grew up in Hawaii 
that I, that was nonstop. Yeah. No, that was like that, like you know, that was that's just how it was. Oh, tourists. Just yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, Japanese tourists, like you know, everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. And like they all had cameras around their necks, and they were like, so seeing <laughs> seeing that, I was very much like it's just an yeah. accurate representation. You mean. Yes. Got it. Not so much of a race, but of a type of tourist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll we are getting that. real dangerous territory, three white nerds talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. I think we're skating yeah. toward the edge, but we're not falling over. Yeah, we're going uh, so to the Seinfeld territory. <laughs> Ooh, topical. I gotta say, uh, I posted about this on the internet. Uh, every person is trying to make it harder for me to have a career because I used to be named Cosby Sweater, and that's gone. And the punchline of one of my songs is about, like, if you don't like Seinfeld, you could shove it. And now it's just kind of like, I can't sing any of my songs yeah, No, Cosby Sweater, I get it. But also, Cosby Sweater, more of a reference it's to a high fidelity. Reference. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, is like, you know, it's a Cosby Sweater. Ah, Cosby Sweater. I think he's the first person to actually label it as such, too. Jack Black's character. Yeah. I, I, I don't think, I mean, I think, obviously, you know what someone's saying if they say Cosby Sweater, but I think he kind of created it anyway. Yeah. So or at least he put it to the zeitgeist. <laughs> but also, this, as, you know, sidebar, the Seinfeld thing. Like who cares? Like, it's like yeah. he's not being evil. No, no, no. He's yeah, just like a little he's just tone deaf and a little. No, no, no. He's not that wrong. He's just like he from a, his perspective. I'm not going to defend anything because he, all he's really he's he's going against like white liberals and they're getting very upset. Right. Yeah. You know he's not attacking that they shouldn't have these views, but he's saying their views are getting in the way of comedy. So I don't like this sure. doesn't take anything away from Seinfeld mm-hmm. because it's like that was Seinfeld in the nine right. years. Nine years, and that was a long time ago. That's fine. You could still like the show. Also, he's just speaking from his own experience. He's not saying that like comedy is dead because of political correctness. He's just saying, no. I don't do colleges because they're too PC. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And I've, I've never done colleges, but you know, from what I hear, it's like you show up and they tell you what you can't talk about. Yeah, so I've done colleges. Experience. I did a few colleges early on. When I was like 24 or 5, I did mm-hmm. some, and I was miserable. Yeah. I, I just And I thought I was going to... Like, I thought, like, you know, Joe Cool coming right, in here, yeah, and like, yeah. I lose the bands, I look like them, yeah. and that just, the, the disconnect that happened. Really? Maybe because I didn't go to college, but, like, I just, like, I was like, these are children, I don't know how to connect, <laughs> like, um, yeah. you know, they got, like, when I said, uh, I, I can't remember what the joke was, it was something about, like, uh, like, I, I, someone, like, being, I think I might have, like, been trying to talk about the word retarded, mm-hmm. and, like, but I was doing it in a, in a scope of commenting on the people who use it incorrectly yeah. but right. it just shut everybody down really? they can't hear it they hear the word yeah. and they shut down yeah yeah. and that's, that's fine that's what college kids do it's the culture it's liberal arts it's like it's like you know it's like <laughs> these kids like they're there to learn about how to mm-hmm. gauge that stuff you know yeah, yeah, and it's like they're constantly struggling to have an opinion. It's like they're getting up for the first time on, on like their legs yeah. and standing. Yeah. And like, I think I have an opinion yeah. about and someone, this. Yeah. They, some of them just go up too far. Either yeah. way, I don't think it's a racist joke, and you can keep that line in the song. Yeah, but the yeah. Cosby sweater, yeah. We solved good, a lot good of things today. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, like comedic heroes, one of the jokes I like most in this, which I didn't get, uh, is McBain and let's get silly when he's doing the when he's oh, doing Woody yeah. Allen impression. Oh, that's great. Just, yeah. I'm an erotic nerd who likes to sleep with little girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which is a very, also a very so critic style joke. It is, yeah. Because they would do that. It's like, you know, oh, sue yeah. me. Sue, I didn't know she was your sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think that that would be a little too edgy now, maybe. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, and I also love within that McBain uh, moment when he, what's the first joke that he says? It's, it's like so bad, but he ends it with saying, that was the joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I, I wish I could say. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, who knows? One day it'll probably just slip out when I bomb. <laughs> <laughs> that was the that joke. That was the joke. Uh, before we get too ahead, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, we consider people may not have seen this episode recently, so we want to just do, like, a quick summary. Um, so, according to the book, it says, uh, After a poll named Springfield the least popular city in America, the townspeople realize they need to do something to enhance their reputation. At a town hall meeting, Marge suggests that Springfield boost its image by holding a film festival where townspeople will submit their own films. With Springfield's consent, she assembles a distinguished jury, including Jay Sherman, a critic from New York. Hmm. I That just brought up the memory, and it was just the other day that I saw this, but there are so many jokes that it's easy to forget them all. But I love when Marge goes up to give her idea. One, of course, everyone's disappointed because, you know, she's kind of a nag. But, yeah, but, the uh, but, the... then it, but then it works well, and then she's like, actually, I have plenty more ideas. So right. Just start chanting, don't push your luck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't push your luck. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. The town meetings in The Simpsons are some of the best sources of comedy. Guy jumping out the window. Oh, God, that's so good. Yeah. And anytime the old people have anything to say or they're... Oh, what is, yeah. what is Mayor Quimby saying? Uh, the old person's comments will be stricken from the <laughs> <Yeah. back. laughs> So good. Oh, man. Yeah. I love it so much. Also, I love like how blatant they were about the crossover. Yeah. You know, with the... Um, with the whole thing of uh, uh, when, uh, uh, like, you know, Homer Simpson meet Jay Sherman, the critic. <laughs> right. Or Bart Simpson, right? Because Bart's just watching, and they're coming up next, the yeah. Flint Simpsons meet the Simpsons, or whatever. Yeah, and then they have the great commentary about it. It's like, oh, I hate crossovers. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, that's because that's what they were feeling. I mean, you Right. Had, uh, Josh Weinstein face. told us that, like, the whole writer's room was pretty torn about this episode because they just felt that it was really cheap. Matt Groening's name isn't even on this one. He Is wanted it? nothing to do with it. Really? He's just like, I'm out of here. Although well, he, he has little to do with any of the episodes. Whoa! I said it. He didn't want most of the heart. Uh, if you watch the Simpsons Roundtable uh, that Conan put out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a lot of, it's like, it was all James O'Brook going like, yeah. it's like, what if we like the characters? And he was like, no, you're not supposed to like any of them. Uh, yeah, they, they outline that. family and I hate my family. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they outline that in the, uh, have you read the oral history of The Simpsons? No. Oh, it's great. Um, but yeah, the, a large chunk of it is like, James L. Brooks was really trying to make this like as great as Taxi, as great as like everything else that he worked on with the heart. And, and how he, he tried did. to. And <laughs> he did. Um, yeah, the, the uh, it's, uh, it's, I get why they wouldn't like it because it crossover so much. Yeah. But like, and I get that's like the you know Fox and James L. Brooks is telling, hey, come on, like help out my other thing that I've been right, doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But and I was even, excited. Oh yeah. Yeah. How old were you when this episode came out? What year did it come out? I must uh, probably. I'm good. It was came it ninety four? Nineteen ninety five. Nineteen ninety five. Okay. Yeah. Very. So I was uh, thirteen. That's yeah. Perfect. Age perfect age. So. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve and thirteen is big time for anybody I think it's uh, mm-hmm. uh some guy once told me it's like he's like what's your favorite movie I said Ed Wood and he's uh, uh did it come out when you were 12 and I was like um shit it did <laughs> yeah and he's all ask other people what their favorite movie is chances are it came mm-hmm. out when they were 12 oh, oh yeah it's yeah. just like music from when you're in yeah. high school I also heard a quote I mean I'm gonna botch this quote but it, it basically was like Lorne Michaels is actively trying to make Saturday Night Live every 13-year-old's favorite TV show. Mm-hmm. And that. so whatever cast was going on when That's you were That's the classic cast. Does it get better than that? Yeah. Um, but, you know, he knows what he's doing, basically. So when yeah. he hears people, when he hears, I doubt he can hear anyone yeah, yeah, from yeah. his uh, <laughs> high-up office. <Yeah. laughs> 30 Rockefeller. But um, 
Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's not sweating over people saying that the cast isn't good anymore because... because no, he's, he's seen it. Yeah, yeah, he's seen it and... It's like climate change. We know it's just a long <laughs> process and it's going to start raining we know, again. Yeah, we know that it's just invented by the Hallmark Company yeah. and, <laughs> to sell more cards. Was that a blank patch joke? Yeah. <laughs> he always does yeah. that like every month. I love it so much. <laughs> All right, so what are some favorite moments from this episode that you remember without even having to rewatch it? Well, okay. Uh, well, you know... It's uh, Dr. Hibbert rolling out. I yeah. thought this was a Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show. Um, uh, George C. Scott and Man Getting Hit by Football. Yeah, yeah. Which is a tag, you know, which yeah. is pretty amazing. Boo Worms. Um, yeah, and just... Uh, so, oh, yeah, when, when Homer and Jay, uh, yeah. like, dogs fight over the last pork chop. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I wish I was an Oscar Mayer wiener. Yeah. Yeah. I love that they're each other's nemesis. I yeah. think that that... You know, that makes sense completely that they're both and yeah. I love that Marge that. really likes him I think that's great and yeah. I like that well, I like the joke just like I can't believe that he's the most attractive film critic on TV yeah. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. he always made jokes like that on the critics too yeah. which was so great yeah and then uh, you know like uh, uh, Judah Ben or you know just there's some I don't know yeah. I just, it's hard to because it's like it's not like it's it's just full of moments. Mm-hmm. It's just in the classic Simpsons era where there's just a ton of just oh, beat for beat. Yeah, every yeah. single joke in this is so good. That's why I mean they're so rewatchable. Mm-hmm. And I watch them many times and still find something new. I love the choice of making Barney's film so artsy. I mean, yeah. it seems a little obvious, and looking back now, yeah. well, because they did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just hook it to my veins, another... I love, so the two women that are watching the movie are saying, it's like, it's so beautiful, it's so artistic, and he's yeah. just like, yeah. what is he yeah, saying? Like something like, thank you. something die and crawl in your mouth? Yeah. It didn't die. It didn't die. <laughs> I think yeah. I, I quote, it didn't die a lot, too. But yeah, this episode is very quotable, and especially um, uh, Jay Sherman saying, uh, like, the unfortunately titled Puka haunted. <laughs> it's so good. Oh man, yeah, it's just so fucking good. That's yeah. is that like how most of these episodes go? Like it's just it's so just good. good Here, let me show. see. Let me see this book. Let me see this yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. Look at the book. Uh, you know, I should have. I should have just downloaded the episode and look at it. But it's just like, um, <laughs> yes. Uh, Money gets you one more round. Drink it down. You stupid yeah. clown. Money gets you one more. Then you're out on your ass. Yeah. Uh, one of the jokes I love so much is the loafers joke. That's one that stuck with me since I saw oh, it the first yeah. time. Oh, yeah. On further inspection, <laughs> these are loafers. <laughs> this one's just so silly. I love yeah. how, how crazy it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite jokes. So so you don't really, you already kind of have like the, the tension between... Uh, Jay and Homer, which is which could be enough, and you have the stakes of just like making, you know, all these movies. But the Mr. Burns storyline is so good, and I love that it kind of all starts with Smithers saying just like, you know, people don't really like you. You you come across as this evil guy, and he's just like, I gotta crush them and eat their bones. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and I I love, I love, uh, yeah, and I love the choice of him. He can't get uh, Steven Spielberg, so he goes with the uh, The Mexican non-union equivalent. Yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg, and I don't even say Steven Spielberg anymore. I say I say Steven Spielberg. Yeah, it's all so the good. time. But just the joke of there being a non-union Mexican equivalent is so fucking funny. Yeah. It's so good. Oh yeah, yeah, that's another line I say in regular life all the time. Mm-hmm. Is the line from Chief uh, Chief Wiggum when his tie is caught in. Uh, 
the hot dog thing. Oh, and yeah. Bright, bright lights, beef jerky. Yeah. And he says, uh, like, uh, hey, I got problems with my own here. Uh, this is going to get worse before it gets better. <laughs> I also, oh, this is another thing that I quote all the time uh, when uh, they're deliberating and voting on the um, films. And uh, Krusty uh, says, uh, let's just say it moved me <laughs> to a bigger house. Oh, no. A lot of the Simpsons, they yeah. do. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think even in one of the most recent ones, Homer did one of those, like talking about Selma. Oh um, yeah, and it never gets old. I mean, it never gets old. Just it's such a classic. Good it's so funny to see certain times where they, like, you can tell they got so obsessed with a type of joke or a type of uh, like. There's two, it's the, it's the leader episode, the Scientology mm-hmm. one, where uh, Homer, out of nowhere for the first time, in like three times an episode, says jerk ass. And like, <laughs> oh, never yeah. said it before, yeah. said it three times in one episode. <laughs> you really can tell just someone calls someone a jerk ass in the writer's room. <laughs> Out my way, jerk ass. <laughs> I love those little nods sometimes. Yeah. Uh, another joke from this episode that I never caught before is <laughs> this is after Homer has kind of learned his lesson at being a good person and voting for the thing that actually is the most moving and meaningful rather than football in the groin. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, before I get to this one joke, I have to get to the most important joke, which is uh, but football in the groin had football in the groin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> simple, simple math. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but Homer, uh, you know, Marge is very proud of him, and Homer just says, you know, Marge, I guess it's that it's not that tough being a film cricket. Yeah, yeah film <laughs> cricket. It made me laugh so hard that I had to write in all caps and with seven exclamation points in my notes, FILM CRICKET! Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever heard. Uh, so you were 13 years old when this episode came out. Yeah. Um, how, still watch it every day. Still watch it. The I was going to ask, how has The Simpsons played into your life uh, every day? Or comedian? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... You know, how could it not? It's, mm-hmm. you know, the way me and my friends still talk to each other. It's still, like, you know, this stuff, like we were saying, is in our vernacular. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, secondhand. You know, like, looking at this thing looks like... It's like, it's like I'm probably... You know, because it started syndicating almost seemingly immediately. Like, yeah. I just remember it was like there was... It was uh, when I was a kid... It was on, you know, on Sundays. It was also on, like, twice a day in the afternoon before, mm-hmm. like, you know, Entertainment Tonight or something like that. Yeah, and then after the news. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, like, like, you know, you everywhere. would... I, like, that's why, like, all these episodes, all these, uh, you know, this, the classic Air Simpsons, I think because of the amount of people that, like, the coming of age or where people are now, why it's considered a classic Air. And this might go back to that whole thing about, you know, SNL. Yeah. Is that... It's a, you know, everyone was in a certain age when there was only so many Simpsons episodes and they re-ran the fuck out of them. Right. They were just being rerun, so you saw them over and over and over and over again. And I remember even missing, I missed the short stories episode, like a 21 short film. Oh, show. yeah. I missed it because I, I, I don't, I did something with my parents and my dad, so I missed it. And this is a time where you miss it, you miss it. Mm-hmm. And like, it was unbearable to like not know what my friends were talking uh, about and there was oh, like yeah. there was lines from it was like and one time I got into my friend's car and it was it was like a oh, s- no. you know a small car and I'm a big guy so I was like are you low like it's a, and they're all cracking <laughs> this up this is the only automobile I could afford yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and I used to drive a Volkswagen bug and like everyone would make that joke uh, yeah when uh, did you finally see it uh, must have been like a, a couple years later. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's weird. It was a, it was a yeah it was a it was a different time. And like you know you right. didn't know when it was going to be on. They just ran all the time. And yeah, I remember just, feeling that way about certain episodes too. And that it became almost like 
I was Indiana Jones in the temple uncovering this yeah, like, yeah. great treasure. Like, what? It's been under my nose the whole time. Yeah, it was crazy watching the uh, Every Simpsons Ever Marathon when mm-hmm. you saw how many. It's like you know when you think back to like classic Simpsons episodes, you're like, oh, these were one after another. Yeah, and they're just fucking. I mean, it solid also. years. Yeah, like a full decade, I'd argue. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, what came next? Lisa's wedding. Lisa's Lisa's wedding. One of my favorite episodes of all time. Yeah. (laughs) I can't even. I think about it all the time. And what was before? Homer Homer versus versus Patty Patty and Selma. Rat boy. Rat boy. (laughs) Let's see. And this was like this was the start of them, a bit like getting a bit bigger and sillier. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. So Barbara's Australia was like... Less grounded. Yeah. Less yeah. Down. And I think... Karma Goes to Clowns. Still, yeah. still one of the best Homie the ever. Clowns. Yeah. Yeah. double. Two crusties. Yeah. We say it every, I say it every time on the podcast. I can't help it. Yeah. And I, I mean, this say, is my, my yeah, favorite part. Yeah, Maggie Makes Three is yeah. great. But it's like flashback episodes, you know, fucking stone cutters. It's, uh, yeah. This was the... Um, this was getting to a point where it's like I was, like I was you know, starting to miss some here and there. Right. And um, it was it was it was really weird, really really weird. Do you think that there was a direct influence of watching The Simpsons and appreciating what The Simpsons did comedically that made you go, I want to write comedy one day, or was it just a yeah big yeah? Circle I, well, of that? you know, I didn't. I don't know if I really thought about comedy writers writing The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Um, I definitely didn't even think about it until right. like last year. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. What, am I, what are my friends up to this week? It's not magic. <laughs> I, I, yeah. It, it, that, that's to be said, like, you know, but because you, it's a cartoon, so you don't see anybody and you don't like, you yeah. know, you don't know what the writers look like. So you have no concept of, you know, and it was before you could, you know, listen to a bunch of people talk about a writer's room or right, right. go on Netflix and see what's it like in a writer's room. It was room. way more mysterious. Mm-hmm. It was way more mysterious and it was just this thing that showed up and blew you away and it was the cultural zeitgeist for, you know, you and all your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, on the other side of that, like, you know, Mel Brooks movies, I could get, I could like, because it's like human beings and it's Mel right. Brooks and it's like the guy you're seeing on screen is also the guy that, you know, you see his name. Oh, he also directed it. Oh, he also wrote it. Right, right, So, like, right. that's what I always connected with more. And I love The Simpsons. Like, you know, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, I would never be able to write this stuff. I would never, you know, it's, uh, I never thought yeah. for once, I'm like, I'm going to write The Simpsons. I would never even dare to oh, yeah. dream right. of a thing right. where I could do that. I feel similarly. I mean, like, We've met a couple, and I'm sure you've met a couple uh, Simpsons writers um, from the Golden Age or from now or whatever. It just feels like they're mythical creatures sometimes. Like, yeah. are you real? Are you <laughs> are you serious? Like, and then you you know you imagine, or at least I I imagine like the Simpsons writers room to be like in Olympus or something. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't exist. In, yeah. It's sort of the same thing as like you hear about the SNL writers room. It doesn't seem to exist in like a real office building, but it does. Like, yeah, in a boring office building probably. Yeah, the, the, super the, pictures, the pictures that were surfacing during the... Um, the marathon. The marathon. I mean, such a cramped small room. And yeah. on Jibber Jab, they're talking about. Uh, I forget which writer in particular was uh, especially bitter in a in a way that's very entertaining to us uh, about how they had like no money for the writers, like to just get some food other than Doritos. Meanwhile, they're making all this money on Bart memorabilia. Oh yeah. right, yeah. How, how interesting that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's always been a feud with merchandise versus. Writers. <laughs> yeah, very true. that's why like everything. Like every, I'm surprised it doesn't say Matt Groening next to every drawing yeah. in this fucking book. Like, it's like you know it's probably it's the same tucked book. in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, it's do real you silly. have any Simpsons memorabilia or toys either from your childhood? Yeah, or I got two. I got a Homer and Bart Homer and Bart dolls mm-hmm. that uh, the was King one? 
For the Burger King ones, yeah. Yeah, I have those in my room. Yeah, I got them after, because uh, they did one a week. Um, mm-hmm. And I, got, I would, like, have my dad, like, after baseball practice, I was like, hey, the new Simpsons. And uh, I had Maggie, and I don't know where it went, but, like, uh, you know, we were getting, those are the ones we were able to get every time we went, and they were already out. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I had all the toys, the original toys, with the uh, speak bubbles that you would put in. Oh, you know, they, they I don't think I know about that. So that was the first, the first toys they had. Um, because, you know, it's like, just to play with them is nothing, but it was all about the jokes, and that's why they ended up making all those crazy ones that sail the, the different lines. Homes. The interactive ones, yeah. Mm, yeah. But before those stress me out. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, look at them, and I'm just like, I can't, I can't. Yeah, because you know, once you start, you know. Uh, really quick, uh, like, it's very fun to play with those, like, as a young, young, young kid, because you're just playing with them the same way that you play with, like, Barbies Normal or GI Joes, yeah. and so you're still giving them <laughs> your own stories, but they're Simpsons characters. That, but that's like the best fucking fan play. fiction I've ever heard of. Absolutely, you know, I'd rather do that than like it's like it's like, what's this rich girl and her you know gay boyfriend going to do today? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's a uh, you know it's like you would, they had a hole in the head and mm. uh, you would put in this uh, like a uh, just a tiny little hole to hold the um, this uh, like flat like speak bubble. Mm-hmm. And then you had all these different lines from the show that you could oh, put so into cool. the speak bubble. And it would speak it? Uh, no, no, it wasn't oh, electronic. It was, it was just you would see it. Oh, cool. Oh, so it was kind of, I think it was meant to just be like, oh, you could set up like a back and forth or just you would have, you would see Homer and it would say doe mm. or, you know, hey Marge or, you know, I'm going to, you know, kill you. So, yeah. yeah, that's why I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's great. Die, Bart, die. Yeah. Die, Bart, D. Yeah, so I had, I had those and then, yeah, I don't know what happened to those you know i was yeah. never the, i was never a kid that like saved toys and right. and Same for here. collection and you know i never I, I just recently found my pogs i don't know how those survived oh my god what no, are the what are the pogs of mostly Alf. uh just no 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 yeah no Alf pogs um mostly just hawaiian banks <laughs> cool because like every 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 play every business in hawaii would just made pogs so it's yeah. like I have like Bank of America, Bank of Hawaii, I have a Domino's, Pizza Hut. <laughs> My grandpa's Viva business milk. made pogs. He got in the pog game. He yeah. was like a laser engraving like wood business where uh, <laughs> he'd, he'd make like um, trophies for the local uh, real estate company. Yeah. He's like, here you go, guys. And so all the grandkids would always get like um, little jewelry boxes that were like, you know, clip art. Yeah. But he got pogs too. And so we had like all these pogs <laughs> that were like, happy birthday, Julia. Yeah. And I was like, oh, great. Yay. Yeah. Uh, it's funny too because like pogs they, they come from Hawaii the term pog means passion orange guava mm. that was the cap for the juice oh, bottles yeah. um, you would use those instead of the milk ones because milk was the same kind of like you know thing mm-hmm. uh, but it was like those would smell so the right. kids would use uh, <laughs> the pog thing and that's how I got the name pog oh, oh I had no idea no one does thank you for, yeah. the, for the trivia and yeah. I've seen that juice in Hawaii and been like hmm it's great yeah it's great it juice fun? it's passion juice mm-hmm. orange juice and guava juice so and passion fruit, yeah. Passion fruit juice. <laughs> I'm yeah. just, just making sure. Passion juice. Page. Yeah, sorry. Page. Yeah. <laughs> just some sexy man. <laughs> just, just some husk musk. Um, but yeah, the uh, yeah passion fruit. Can we loop the sound of uh, oh, Sideshow Bob getting hit right. by the uh, the rake? The rake. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, so we have some. <clears throat> in addition to talking about this episode, of course, we have some pretty crazy Simpsons news that has happened oh, since yeah. our last podcast. Uh, well, there are two things, actually. One, which was a little while ago, was that Harry Shearer is no longer going to be on the show. Yeah. Because of uh, contract disputes. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, we've also heard that The Simpsons is going to get picked up for two more seasons. I think I remember two or three. three. Two or yeah. three. Yeah. And then the most recent, and at least two, I think, us, at least, uh, the most depressing, is that Marge and Homer are getting legally separated. For an episode. Well, yeah. They've, they've broken just up, like, probably 20 times in the course of the I didn't of hear that it was for an episode. I didn't hear it was just for one episode. It's well, and Simpsons. I imagine don't, though. Simpsons, like the only thing they ever, it's like if somebody dies, that's the mm. only time there's ever a through line. Right. Simpsons restarts every single time. Yeah. I mean, they almost got divorced in the movie. In the movie. Yeah. yeah. Which was very sweet. I really like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. When Homer tripped on the chili. Yeah. Like they almost split. Yeah, was, the soulmate episode. Yeah. yeah, I'm writing a song about Homer and March because I was like crying my eyes out about really? this. It really brought up a lot of issues. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw your tweet. Like, oh, I just got over my parents getting divorced. This, I oh god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, is like, even if they, even if it's just for an episode and it's a stunt to get more viewership or whatever it is, like. They've been together much longer than my parents have, and I've been alive as long as the mm-hmm. Simpsons have. I mean, less time than the Simpsons has been around, and so it's they've been they've been there for me the whole time. Yeah. And it just feels really bad, and it hurts. I get that. I think. Yeah. I think also like I don't know. When I heard the news, I wasn't as devastated, um, but I totally understand like why you would be or why. Yeah, I don't know. I just I think that like whatever's happening in the current seasons is its own like tent that like they're just. They're just doing yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think they're just doing stuff, and I think yeah. this is from what I like. I think I read an Al Jean interview, and he's you know he was just like, yeah, you know, it's just a thing we're doing. It's just I believe he's that's why I remember it being a thing that's going to wrap up by the end of the episode. Yeah, it always does. Yeah. Um, also, he started saying like about oh, it's uh, Spider Pig is coming back. That's big news. Spider Ooh. Pig is going to come. I'm to surprised that that wasn't trending. As well. <laughs> yeah, I know. Spider Pig was. I was like, why are they trying to make Spider Pig a thing? And then I saw it was like Spider Pig is the most adorable thing. <laughs> Have you been to the Universal uh, Springfield Land? Not yet. I since oh, okay. they opened up the land. So they, they have. Um, it's really great. They have uh, like a whole restaurant area where it's um, Krusty Burger, Moe's, and Cletus's Chicken Shack. And in Cletus's Chicken Shack, there's Spider Pig. Like oh, little, that's awesome! Like a little thing that you could look at and be like, oh, but not, the, um, but not eat, right? But not eat. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I'm hoping Universal Studios does with their new Simpsons Land is that um, much like, and even with the ride, I, th- I think they should do this, much like how the Haunted Mansion in, uh, oh. in Disneyland during the uh, Halloween and Christmas time, Ooh. they turned it into Nightmare Before Christmas. And they kind of, you know, yeah, they yeah, redo yeah. it, they reskin it, you know, pretty mm-hmm. much. I think that the uh, Simpsons Land at Universal Studios should turn into Treehouse of Horror yes, for the Halloween season, which should. is so perfect. You're because correct. It's, <laughs> yes, because it's like they, so they do the Halloween Horror Night, so they're already like yeah. flipping the place upside down. Yeah. Which is great. That's one of the funnest things is the Hollywood mm-hmm. Hornets. But imagine if you go and it's Treehouse of Horror stuff and you get like, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, like, like, like Sideshow Bob and yeah, the just, And then they re the ride. Horse. Imagine, re- yeah. like, it's like, because the ride is all just, you know, I know it's like, yeah, it's just, uh, it's a huge <laughs> undertaking. Um, but like, it's this like, you know. giving more jobs to Americans. <laughs> yes, yeah, what it's doing, yeah. Wow, you got so political there. Yeah. But, I'm already uh, mad at the idea that this won't happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm, already, I know. I'm already writing my. I know. Also, I know. like it's like you know, there's that's the thing. Universal Studios, not the this is a total fucking side rant, but um, it's like they just get it wrong all the time. I was gonna say, 
right. They're like, uh, you know, like the younger brother of all the other theme parks being like, what's Disneyland doing? Okay, yeah. I'll try and, and it's just, and they, just they wrong they enough. Fuck, they yeah. fuck it up so bad and it's just so, like, it's like they're a movie studio. Yeah. One of the biggest movie studios. Yeah. And they, like, it's like, and they're like, not even as good as, like, the grandma and grandpa nuts. Because they know what they are and they're they cool with it. it. But yeah, I think they're they're trying to operate in two different games. They're trying to be like the Disneyland, but also be like, I don't know, movie studio and be edgy to kids. Like it's weird. But they're not. Here's the thing. Here's the big difference. And it's a small thing. Hmm. Is that you go to the Shrek uh, show. Yeah. And you're standing in, wait, in line. You're waiting. Um, the sound sucks. Um, and there's you're waiting for these doors to open up. And that are supposed to look like entering an old castle, Shrek times, you know. And uh, they're like wooden doors. Shrek, Shrek times. times. <laughs> I, I use Shrek as like a uh, like a qualifier for a lot of things. Like, Smash like Mouth real... got that Shrek money. You know? Yeah, no, completely. Um, so you know they Some have the Beaches. The Beaches are in a Shrek movie, anyway. That's right. Yes, uh, but like so, there's these uh, doors that are like supposed to be wooden doors, mm-hmm. and all they have is this linoleum uh, yeah. plastic covers that make it look like wooden doors. Now, Disneyland would, even if it's fake wood, would make it look real. Disneyland yeah, so is authentic. getting an A plus across the board all the time. Yeah. And that's why they're on top. But yeah, a Universal, and the whole reason, I mean, the best part about Universal, this is serious right now, but the yeah. best part about Universal <laughs> is the Harry Potter stuff. And that was the lore I've heard pretty much ripped off because Disney was had that bid to make Harry Potter a land in like Disney World yep. but then J.K. Rowling was like yo Disneyland I want a percentage of every ticket not just for the park that this is in but for every Disney World park. and shit. Disney was like uh go fuck yourself yeah that's a baller move I know that is um, kind of completely unnecessary where she's at in her life right now I know she does not need I'll give it to charity yeah yeah, yeah. um and so, uh, somebody told me this, that, like, the original plans that Disney, the Imagineers had crafted to form the Harry Potter Park, if you put it side by side next to what was eventually at Universal, it's, like, only, like, just legally different enough to oh, make it wow. okay. That's some uh, yeah. Silicon Valley shit. I know! Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but I think the Simpsons land has such great opportunity to, like, you know, have Surly in the fucking Duff beer. Like, have an actor, because they got... They got tons of great actors all over the place, and, yeah. uh, and that's what they got. Right. Um, I mean, you know, Disneyland has you know perfect, but like they get, I think Universal gets better quality actors because it's closer to Hollywood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like you know, the people doing the rides and the the tours and stuff like that, they got a really good flair. So get a dude that's in. You know, in a yeah. Duff beer costume. Do they do they have anything like that? I haven't. No, they um, only have it like there's like a beer area and there there's like little statue. Yeah, see, so yeah, Surly, but then also the robot uh, cat and mouse. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they can really yeah. go all out. But, I mean, there's yeah. so many. They they do theme park jokes all the time at, yeah. in The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. so easy to. But just remember, we parked an itchy lot. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I say. <laughs> Yeah. Every time I'm leaving a party. Yeah, now. yeah. I, if I'm not saying it, I'm definitely thinking it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. like Simpsons, like, you know, back to like the inspiration, like uh, Simpsons and Mr. Sands Theater, mm-hmm. big time. Big time yeah. for me as far as like, you know, think, the way I joked around with my friends um, or the, the things I say, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, which is great. It's, uh, you know, um, I was going to say something, but I'll wait till we're done uh, recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What if we just stopped recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very bold. Yeah, it'd be like yeah. very surprising. J.K. Rowling bold. 
Yeah, J.K. Rowling book. Um, <laughs> we always ask our guests this: Which uh, character from The Simpsons do you identify with most? Well, the funny answer would be Barney, because yeah. I, I like to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, Gil. Gil? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, Gil is like. What is? Uh, why don't you give us some uh, favorite Gil lines? Well, happening. You know, or was it more just the disposition? Just the, the disposition. Yeah. Just like. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, I mess, th- I mess things up. I'm like, oh, Jonah, you did it again. <laughs> oh, you just got to do this one thing. You know? yeah, and I'm right. like, you know, and then like, you know, it's just because like, that's how I feel as a stand-up. I feel like Gil as a stand-up, you know, just like, it's like, oh, God, I really need this gig to go good. Oh, you messed it up. Uh, yeah. So I, I have two Simpsons songs that I perform regularly, and I set them up saying, this is a song about the second saddest character of The Simpsons, and then I sing, they sing a song about Frank Grimes. Mm-hmm. And then I say, this is a song about the first saddest character of The Simpsons, and then it's everything's coming at Millhouse. And without fail, someone will tell me after the show, actually, the saddest character is Gil. Yeah. And uh, it is true. Gil no, is but Gil, Gil is not sad, because he is like, he always, he's like always hoping for the best. Yeah. Like he's always like, he's like, no, he's Gil awesome. needs this. Like, get, like he's like, he's always got a job. He's always got a job. <laughs> he's always showing up. He's not dead yet. Frank Grimes is dead. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and I think like, um, can't be sad if you're dead. And I think Milhouse is actually he's got a lot more positivity than you're giving him credit for. It's true. I think it's uh, I think it's Kirk Van Houten. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I think Kirk Van Houten is like mm. just. Because he's just not good at anything. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. he was good for a little bit. I think before M. House divided. You know, he was a big yeah. wheel of the cracker factory. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then... I don't and, recall saying good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, yeah. My favorite thing to do with uh, Kirk Van Houten is... Uh, it's just because, like, if the band Holdsteady, the singer of Holdsteady, uh, sounds exactly like oh, Kirk yeah. Van Houten. So it's like, <laughs> he, I always try to turn... Like Kirk Van Houten lines into like Hold Steady songs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, can I borrow feeling? Yeah! Can you give me the jar of love? That's a great impression. Yeah, and it shows you that they're the same. That's great. Yeah. Oh my Broken God. hearts, they need healing. Oh my God. I've been dying for. So I, I co host Stonecutters at Meltdown uh, once a month, and uh, I've been really. What day of the month? Uh, the first Saturday of the month between 4 and 6 p.m. Um, it's free. Uh, but I've been there pushing... Are uh, yeah, there are prizes. I've been pushing for Simpsons karaoke, and no one is taking it. Ooh. Because... Well, a lot of the songs are... They're just like 30 sh- seconds Yeah, because they're just parts of songs. Well, because I think it would be a really great lightning round to, like, get... Like, if there's a tie to have, like, a member Oh, you of mean, like, team. like within that show? Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, I think you meant, like, its own separate no, spin-off. No, no, no. That would no, be... That's a, that's a great idea. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Bag me a homer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll return and be, like, really and, like, come up with a whole list of songs that we could do. But their uh, response whenever I suggest it was like nerds that come to the stonecutters. Do they say shut up girl? <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> but I'm used to it. <laughs> That's my number one heckle. Yeah. Uh, no, they just said that they don't think people would be like um, confident enough to stand on stage and sing Simpsons karaoke like oh, that. Oh, that's, yeah. that's uh, a... the people that go to Simpsons. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, just yeah, let yeah. me do a, a one-person rendition yeah. of Kicking It, a musical about the Betty Ford Center. <laughs> and yeah, so I was just in New York and I can't, whenever, whenever I'm in New York, I, it's my third time ever going, um, I always think about uh, that scene from Homer vs. the City of New York 
or state of New York, and uh, Marge saying, uh, you know, ever since I was a little girl, I always dreamed of being in a Broadway audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has, like, such great, subtle, sad lines. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's, um... It's like I thought we'd go to the uh, the, the bird feeder museum. Oh yeah, we got a bird feeder shaped like a diner. Yeah, and then they cut to it later in the episode. Well, <laughs> oh, that's the James Gratchy line. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like Hitchcock the bird. Yeah. So good. <laughs> I need the biggest bird bell you have. Uh, no, uh, that's too. <laughs> <laughs> no. God, Hans Molman is so good. Hack. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to know what inspired Hans Molman. Ooh, yeah. Who looks sure, like a peanut? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love when, uh, is it is he the one who dresses up as Bart, or is that just a different old man? That, no, that's Hans Holman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Do you follow the Simpsons tattoo on Instagram? No. We mentioned Did you see the thing I tagged you guys in on Instagram? What was uh, it? Philip from uh, the band Paws out of Glasgow just got a uh, Snowball 2 tattoo. Oh, yeah, oh. yes. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta, gotta check out my tags. Yeah. <laughs> Similar yeah. vein, yeah. Yeah, the Simpsons tattoo more. is a really great Instagram where somebody got that tattoo of Hans Molman mm-hmm. as Bart and it said, oh, Cowabunga, dude. Oh, rad. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of really so great tattoos. Mike Chillian uh, actually alerted me to that. He tried to tag my Simpsons tattoo in it. It hasn't been picked up yet. No. So maybe if we mention it another five times, <laughs> yeah. it'll... Get, uh, get him in there. What would you get as your Simpsons tattoo if you were to get one? Oof. I still think Starland Vocal Band is the funniest thing <laughs> you can do. Starland Vocal Band, they suck! Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, yeah. What, what would it be? It's hard. There are so many different things. Are I've you, seen you, a lot of deep cuts. Because you could do something that's... Beautiful, you know. You could do some sunset action. Yeah, yes. there's a lot of sunsets. <laughs> I would, I'd probably do. Um, I am the Lizard Queen. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, a good one. Yeah, I can't borrow a feeling. Is a good one. The, oh, just, yeah. You could just the mixtape. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The pieces coming out. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's a good you one. You could do hot dogs in the sink. This is yeah. this is dangerous because it makes me think. Oh, should I get a second Simpsons tattoo? Yeah. You, you know, know, I saw I saw a dude in Austin, Texas, with a Cotton Hill. Tattoo on his shins. Mm. Now, do you know? Do you get why that's funny? No. What Did is you, that? Did you guys not Hillheads? <laughs> is that is so? Cotton shin? Hill is uh, Hank Hill's dad. Oh, and he got his okay. shins blown off yes. in the war. Oh, okay. So they so to speak to his knees. I don't think I knew his first name was yeah, Cotton. Know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so he that's has like great. a big Cotton Hill tattoo. Like, now on I can his appreciate shin. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. great. I mean, King of the Hill is its own. Great beast. One of my favorite shows of all time. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. It's I think that's the watchable. first time that I ever like even remotely watched any kind of sex scene happen in anything because mm-hmm. Hank's parents have sex on the kitchen table and oh, uh, yeah. then he goes blind. And, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I honestly think that's the first. I mean, I don't. I imagine they didn't show it, <laughs> but I yeah. think that's one of the first times. That right, like, right. That's a thing that people. Okay, there's a lot of reality <laughs> crammed into that show in like, like such a delicate it, way. Oh, totally. Well, mm-hmm. The Simpsons just makes it like let's snuggle, but like I think that's yeah, the yeah first they do it in a real fifties way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. I love Lucy, and like, this is the first time that I think I'd even really heard the word sex, and I think I was very scared because it made <laughs> one of the well, characters go blind. Well, what's so great? <laughs> I mean, that that the, they had to do that stuff. Now we're talking about a different cartoon entirely. It's fine. But they had to Started do that stuff. Started talking about a different cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, but they had to do that stuff because, like, that, that was the whole, like, big fun of King of the Hell was, like, 
pushing Hank into yeah. just like real everyday like things that he finds incredibly taboo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like don't say butts around me. Like he just yeah, yeah, yeah. he's so repressed. He's so good. Yeah. God, now I gotta tear through that marathon. Yeah, I had a, one of the only spec scripts I ever tried to make was a King of the Hill spec script. Oh yeah. What happened? Yeah, they um, so they're all out in the alley and mm-hmm. they're you know drinking beers, doing their whole yip thing, and then uh. Uh, there's like a song ending on the radio, and then it's uh, uh, it's like, hey, be sure to come down to uh, you know um, you know Arlen family picnic day where we're gonna have Willie Nelson um, uh, like performing headline the show, uh, and it's sponsored by Willie Nel- like it's like by like you know men's some beard uh, cream. I can't remember yeah. it. Like it was so long ago when I wrote this. It was like a like you know, Willie Nelson brand men's cream, and then like it's like you hear Willie Nelson. It's like take it from me, Willie Nelson. You ain't a real American unless you have a beard. And then, like, and then just like uh, they go, yep, 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 down the line, and then it just smash cut to all of them growing up beards. I love it. Like it's like Hank's got a pretty okay one. Um, uh, Dale's got like you know like huge mutton chops, and like uh, uh, Boo Howard just has a ZZ Top beard right away. Oh, that's great. And um, and uh, uh, Bill Dotry uh, has mm-hmm. like nothing. And like he's like, yeah, I wish I could join you fellas in your beer growing contest, but uh, yeah, the army won't let me grow it it's because he can't grow one. Yeah, yeah. And so then he, since he's a barber, he goes and steals hair to glue it oh, onto his face. Oh, yeah. oh man! But then like Peggy. Um, doesn't like the beard. She finds it irritating, mm-hmm. and so she's like the whole episode, like trying to con- like trying to get Hank to shave it. So she's like, "Well, if you're not gonna shave, I'm not gonna shave." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, that's against religion." Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. and, and so like, so like for the first time ever, she's like constantly trying to initiate sex mm-hmm. with them, like by rubbing her legs uh, against his. And it's, yeah. like, it's like trying to sleep Where's with a cricket. <laughs> And um, and then like you know like even when she does that proclamation like he's like I'm not gonna shave my legs and Bobby's like I'm not gonna shave my legs either <laughs> and then Hank uh, goes is like oh, Bobby like only swimmers shave their legs you're not a swimmer are you like just a ton of yeah. boys gay jokes and something that was it that was that all sounds right. perfect yeah I haven't even thought about Thank it in it. so long I thought <laughs> you recited it so well I know just because it's like you know I, I know when you obsess so over it yeah. for like yeah six months it's just stored in there that's yeah. great yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wrote it out and it was like ten pages and I was like now nah, I gotta be- get better at writing <laughs> oh, no. yeah you should have just done like a you know double space. You yeah, I should have just yeah, like twenty two pages. That's how they do two and a half men. Yeah. They, they start with five pages. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's uh, one of my one of my favorite. Oh, shows that's as well. great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so good. So if there were uh, one message that you'd got from this episode and you had to write it on the blackboard as Bart, what would it be? Oh man, really wish. Uh, we emailed you. Email you. Email you. Yeah. <laughs> You know, maybe we should start to yeah. probably start doing it. Uh, like, although I've kind of liked the dead air in between this yeah, question yeah. and the response. I think it's yeah. kind of nice. I really like having our comedian friends coming in and sound dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them they're failed. This is a late night talk show. Ideas. No, um, good. Uh, it doesn't need to be perfect. I know, I know. Um, uh... This will be our pull quote from Yeah, this yeah. One. You know what? I, I, can't, I can't think of some. Like, I want to think no of worries. a really good one because oh, I want to do it a service. No, right. uh, um, Money gives you one more round. Yeah. I don't know, it would be funny if it was just something like, like crazy, like, uh, I will never sing super califragilistic takes me all the dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, just something kind of ridiculous. And like, but like the joke would be that he only finished, was able to finish like a line and a half. Yeah. 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 That's pretty good. 
Come up with like an iconic joke <laughs> or a well-revered television show moment. Well, mine would just be coming, Eudora. So yeah, no, oh getting... yeah, I love that joke. So many recurring Eudora uh, jokes. I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Tell us, like, what would you do for a couch gag? It's not supposed to be a joke. It's supposed to be something that you learned that's meaningful and touching to you. Just what's what's a good? You like, should have said that too. Yeah. You should have said that. <laughs> I thought that you were a listener of the show. What? <laughs> I don't listen to podcasts. Now, don't right. take this as an affront to yours. No. Yeah, fine. yeah. I don't. I listen to any podcasts. It's hard. I don't listen to them unless I have road trips. Yeah. Right? I tear yeah, yeah. Trips. That's the only time. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's fun. I listen to one podcast, and it's one that gives you just very specific information, like about like how billiard balls are made. And I'm just I become the it, well, depending on what circle I'm in, the most interesting person in the room. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, let me tell you about billiard balls. Yeah. But I did that very recently, and someone was just like, oh, you listen to 99 Invisible, and I totally <laughs> got called out on. I had a friend that like. Uh it's like, I was always just like, man, he's like, he's, and he would always start these conversations like, I read this thing, and he would tell this amazing story about stuff, that how that stuff works, or a story about something, and then, you know, the people involved, and then I started listening to Radiolab, and then I was like, oh, you motherfucker. Yeah, that's epic. It's like liking <laughs> Quentin Tarantino films and thinking that, oh, he is great, but like not knowing the references that he's making, yeah. and then like going deeper into cinema and being like, son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> that's shot for shot, man! Yeah. That yeah. also happens if you hang out with, uh, with a comedian friend before you've seen their set and then you realize that they were just like using the material that they use all the time I don't know if that's happening I don't think that's, 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 that's I think that's, that's a straight happened. up girl thing I don't think really? yeah I think oh, it's like I have seen yeah, it yeah just trying to like you know guy yeah. Yeah. alpha male mode yeah you know? I think so I don't yeah. see that too often but I have seen it a couple times yeah, yeah. but I mean as like as, as funny people who also perform like mm-hmm. You know, because there, there's a big difference, I think. Because, yeah. like, you know, like, we, if we didn't perform, we'd just be funny people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's like, you know, we, there's a whole thing on it. You, <laughs> yeah. you can't right. just be funny because it always, but like, you know how it is where it's uh, even in conversation, you know, oh, people yeah. that are just funny, you have your go to jokes. Totally. Right. You yeah. know, it's like, it's like, you know, grandfather's was like, it's like, oh, he's always making those jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he was a comedian, I would be like, what an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless it's like a line for line read of one of their <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah very like, true. Uh, their okay. pinned tweet. <laughs> yeah. um, Oh yeah, or like quoting their own tweets. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so how about just some some nice closing thoughts on this episode? Uh, this episode, is, you know, as far as like being like, just has everybody in it. It's a it has you know even a character I love from another cartoon in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of showed me that you know like you know, like you could like this stuff and also know about these movies. Like mm-hmm. you know, I didn't I never ever see Ben Hur. You know, like Barney's. Uh, film was probably the first art film I ever saw. You know, <laughs> right? The first of like many now. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, it's also just like a good case because of how many people are in it and how many jokes it's like, they just play with the uh, you know, characters. It's just a joke. Tons of jokes about from the characters. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's funny when that person does that. It's funny when that person does that. So it's like, and it's not stopped throughout the entire episode. Yeah. And I think it's a perfect mix of referencing their inside pop culture that they've established within Springfield and the outside pop culture of, like, Woody Allen and, like, yes. you know. Yeah, which what is what, like, the critic brought into it. You know, the critic, great show, but you watch it now and there's just a ton of topical stuff in there. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's easy to get by because of the amount of other jokes that are great. But, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff in there where it's, you know, like, 
Now, how am I doing? Like, there's like so many weird, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, and very specific to New York as well. Yeah, and that's a taboo in in writing anything that you don't want to have too many pop culture jokes because the shelf life is very limited. That's why I left the soup. That's why I was oh, like tired yeah. of just like you know writing. And some some a lot of people. I mean, it's just not for me, but a lot of people love like the like writing a joke and then just having it float off into the ether. Oh, you know? I like have it, the work I've done to yeah. hold up. It's so hard for me to even write any kind of joke. I'm like, it's like right. this has got to be evergreen. I feel the same way. Yeah. I'm like, oh man. Like I, I've been talking lately about Beyonce making an announcement, just like in the last couple of days, like Beyonce making an announcement on Twitter that she's uh, going to be announcing something big on Good Morning America. And like her, um, she just went on and said, I'm vegan. And everybody was outraged because <laughs> yeah. they thought she was going to come out with a new album. And I've been talking about it for the last couple of nights and having fun with it. But, you know, knowing the entire time, like, I can never make this a joke. Or, like, work hard on it. Yeah. Because it has, like, the shortest shelf. Unless it just comes to you. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's, uh, you know, it's, it's... How... That's crazy, though, to be so famous that it's news when you switch up your diet. I know. Well, because the last time she... Well, she didn't even make an announcement. She just dropped an album. So I think that she set the bar very, very high for herself. I wonder if that was, like, a funny joke for her, though. It's like, I'm going to just drop an album. I'm going to, like, do this huge announcement. (laughs) But also... She is right to do that because it does bring awareness to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the vegan lifestyle. Yeah. And both your podcast hosts are vegan. And then Beyonce's going to be on soon. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> I go back and forth with vegan. Yeah. <laughs> Love of I, uh, I, did, fine. I ate some eggs in uh, Portland. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm not the vegan police. It's funny, though, because I feel like other vegans are the vegan police for me. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, well, where can people find all your stuff? On the internet. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll see you next week. All right, bye. You don't have a Simpsons sign-off? Oh, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. That That is what what I truly like to be. Because if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener, everyone would be in love with me. All right, that was our episode with Jonah Ray. Yeah, uh, that was really great. Uh, I love that episode of Star is Burns. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, totally. And Mm. I love Jonah Ray. Yeah, I know. We've been wanting to get him on the show for a while, so we're really happy that it, it finally worked out. Um, and we're very happy to be back with Krusty Q's. I know. We're really sorry that we haven't had Krusty Q's uh, for a while. <laughs> Here's a clue. Here's a clue. Uh, I can't speak anymore. I, I solved it. I'm a drunk. I'm, I'm a lush. Um, we, we kind of addressed it last time that we had both been traveling a lot. Um, and that's still the case. <laughs> things have not changed. That's, yeah, things, that's still the truth. <laughs> but, but we don't want to punish you guys. And here we are with a Krusty Q. Uh, in response to the most recent news, our question is, what is your favorite Marge and Homer moment? Oh, man, there are so many responses here. And they oh, they all break our hearts. They really break our hearts. <laughs> I mean, so we talked a little bit about it in the episode. Um, it is Jonah's theory, and I agree with this theory, that it's only going to be contained within an episode of Homer and Marge um, separating um, but even still, you know, that makes you feel a little sentimental about how many moments they've shared that you oh, guys yeah. have, you know, reminded us of that are the most heartwarming moments of The Simpsons. Yeah, and here, here are some of them. This is from one of the earliest episodes. Uh, this is from Matt Estevez uh, at Pigbog. 
tell him I'm going to my car with the woman I love and I won't be back for ten minutes. I love it. Oh, God. That's so good. <laughs> that's, that's one of those jokes that I definitely didn't get when I was a little kid. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bushell on our Facebook said, a lot of people talk about how Marge is so beyond Homer and that she really puts up with too much of his guff. Maybe she does. But they really do share a profound love. And then he um, included a, a screen cap of um, Homer uh, riding a bicycle with Marge on the handlebars oh. and they're riding off to the sunset. Again, another sunset. Bill Oakley, we're coming for you. <laughs> that, that moment is such a sweet ep- uh, moment from the episode Duffless. Uh, so that's, it's just such a sweet time that, I mean, I'm sure you remember, and I think a few people talk about it in their responses, that that moment happens when he decides not to go to the bar because yeah. he's going to hang out with his wife. Yeah. And I guess, I guess that's not that sweet. <laughs> I think for, it's for, for Homer, in the world of Springfield <laughs> and for Homer, a lot of these could be given, um, you know, the pretense of for Homer, this <laughs> is pretty sweet, uh, which is I don't know. It makes it even sweeter. Oh, yeah. Someone actually just said, right. This is John Davis riding off into the sunset on the bicycle at the end of Duckless. Uh, Nick Ross wrote on our Facebook page. um, Um, You you remember Nick Ross from our last episode. Yeah. Uh, March believing that she changed Homer. Uh, He's a whole new person, Lisa. A whole new person. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Uh, uh, Mike Amato on Twitter says, Marge cradling Homer in bed, singing, You are so beautiful to me at the end of Simpson and Delilah. Oh, this is a really great episode. John Fulmer on our Facebook page wrote, The reveal at the end of The Last Temptation of Homer staged well to have the viewer believe Homer is going to have an affair with Mindy Simmons, only to reveal that the woman in lingerie is Marge. That gave me goosebumps. Let's talk about that moment yeah. for a second, because that episode is one of the, the most real and honest and funny uh, episodes of The Simpsons, and I think it's just so good and sweet, and it's one of the moments I first thought of when I was reading about the premise of this new episode, because Homer, in the newest episode where he and Marge separate, ends up uh, falling in love with Lena Dunham's character. Oh. Who, uh, so basically, Homer has narcolepsy, which is something that we find out in this episode, mm. and she is the person who's providing him pills and they end up having somewhat of a, an affair and so that is why they split up and it just, it, you know, it breaks my heart um, because, I mean, I genuinely believe Homer is a good person and we see that in this episode with Mindy. You yeah. Know? It, and the truth is, is that you do find people that are attractive and like you and... Right. You know, and I that's... Think, yeah, I think there's a really great... Yeah, I think there's a really great lesson outlined within the specific Mindy Simmons episode. Again, we talk about how a lot of adultery themes were addressed very early on in The Simpsons, and I think that this episode occurred in either season three or season four. It was pretty early. Pretty early. Um, but, uh, yeah, the fact that, like, the basic math of, well, this person is exactly like me, so they must be my soulmate. Right. And, you know, that's just not true all the time. Yeah, and we see that time and time again when we see Marge and Homer together that, you know, what we see in the Soulmate episode with mm-hmm. the chili. She likes this music. I like this music. We like different things. How could we be compatible? You also yeah. see that in uh, movies like High Fidelity where, you know, you think that this one couple is going to work out because they love each other, but then this Mindy type comes along who's right. exactly that. Yeah. just doesn't work. On the flip side, we... We sympathize with Mindy, who, yeah. who you know, Mindy, Mindy, like, 
huh, I really feel for her, and I relate to her, too. Yeah, and she, she was very innocent in it, too. You know, yeah. she knew that it was uh, not right, but, you know, sometimes you just have a spark with somebody. Absolutely, and I love the, the moment where Homer's crying on the bed and says, you know, we're going to have sex. The cookie said we are, and then oh. he says, cookies aren't always right. I know, the but they're so good. good. <laughs> and she says, you know how I feel. And leaves it up to Homer. Oh, you know, she's, yeah. you know, so she... So that's really great, I think, yeah, for she, her. The absolutely. most mature thing she could do in that moment. Exactly, because she could have said, you know, and Mindy's such a knockout. She's so right. funny and smart. She could have said just like... She could have been this real seductress, which, She could have played up the naive card, but she really didn't. She yeah, just she was sort honest. Of, she was honest, yeah. Yeah, was two, two great women in that episode. That I really yeah. Love. So mm-hmm. thank you for reminding of the, uh, yeah. us of that moment. Hopefully that's an episode we talk about soon. Yeah, that would be great. Um... So another uh, <laughs> another moment, a sexy moment. Um, Hector Escuera on our Facebook page said, "Mr. Plow episode." And Marge asks Homer to put on the jacket, <laughs> and he says, "The jingle in his white chonies." Magic. <laughs> I love I love that Marge finds him sexy. I think yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think that it's uh, well, it's it's empowering for uh, couples that don't look picture perfect. I love it. Um, <laughs> we have Isaac at Isaac Things. Uh, from this episode, Marge, is this a pimple or a boil? <laughs> look uh, what you made yeah. me right. <laughs> yeah, look what you made me right. It was a gummy bear. I think about that quote. I didn't, we, in this episode, uh, remember this episode that just happened? We talk a lot about, we, there's like a good 10 minutes of us just quoting the episode, which I think is uh, way more than normal, which seems weird for a Simpsons podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this very quotable episode. I think about uh, the gummy bear moment a lot. So we're getting a lot of responses from the Space Coyote episode, which we've talked about already. What is the name of that? It's the it's like Homer's... Um, oh. It's like the El Di- Diablo yeah, something. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, something, it's something hard to remember. Yeah. <laughs> Don't blame That's us. That's all I know. <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah. we, we get them talking about Earl, E-A-R-L, uh, the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, God, it's just so sweet. And, I, you know, I remember Marge talking about just, like, I knew where to find you because, you know, it slopes downwards. And yeah, and you don't like so to walk sweet. uphill. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, again, we, like, spoke about how James L. Brooks was um, really trying to have that heart within The Simpsons. And not only that, but, like, asking the same questions that, you know, humans are asking themselves every day. It's hard to know who is your soulmate. It's hard to yeah. know, you know, is this the right situation for you? And and it's okay to have doubt. It's okay to um, go on a, a journey of self-discovery. Yeah, so and, like, and yeah. challenging your relationship is, is very good for your relationship, too. They're not a stagnant couple, and that's something that we right, see. They're right. constantly testing the strengths of their relationship, whether they mean to or not. And, um, you know, we have the infidelity, uh, <clears throat> we have the question of infidelity with Mindy, and we also see... Marge with the bowler, the bowler instructor, yeah. and you know we see this happening all the time, and it's just so good to see. And that's what makes me sad. The idea, had the separation been permanent, that the idea that this couple couldn't make it work, and right, you right. know that doesn't that doesn't get rid of the things they did have together. Yes, and I think that this exists in the same space as um, celebrity couples that break up, that people sort of project as being the perfect couple, like when Will Arnett and Amy Poehler split up, the whole internet, at least Mm -hmm. our side of the internet, I imagine, (laughs) imagine that people that aren't um, into comedians (laughs) as much as, I don't know, I don't know, Um, but they, a lot of people are heartbroken, especially for people that are comedians, because I think that, you know, uh, 
it's hard to believe that there is an idea of romantic perfection out there. So then when you see it in a couple like Amy Poehler and yeah. in Will Arnett, you kind of uh, assume that everything about them is just picture perfect, but that's just not the case. And also with, sorry, no, no. also with Marge and Homer, um, I think that's something that they address over the seasons, and maybe this is just a symptom of the fact that The Simpsons has been on for as long as it has. From what I gather, I am not married, nor have I ever been married, but from what I gather in how marriages, uh, successful marriages work, um, a lot of people describe it as we've had five different marriages. We've had this stage of a marriage, we've had this stage of a marriage, and so it's sort of a lot of coming together and breaking apart. Not necessarily literally breaking apart, but you understand like it's as you go through life, you have different ways of dealing with your 20s, different ways of dealing with your yeah. 30s. And so, especially if you have a partner who's going through life changes as well. And kids. And kids, you have to adjust. Yeah. Oh, I totally, I totally agree with that. I, uh, in terms of Amy and Will and Homer and Marge, um, I think part of the problem too, or one of the things that makes it difficult for viewers and, uh, you know, people receiving this news is it kind of makes it seem like, well, if they can't, I can't. I know. But again, that's like not fair to them. It's not fair to them. And I, and I've been, um, in a couple that I think a lot of people had said that about and, you know, me and and my ex have spoken about how there's a lot of pressure that Yeah, you were kind of mommy and daddy of the the comedy scene for a while. For like a very short period of time. (laughs) (laughs) But it, it, we, it happened regardless. We both felt it. So it wasn't in my head. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, there's a lot of pressure that comes with that, that the people that are projecting that, of course, don't want them to feel. They don't yeah. want them to, you know, have to crumble beneath, like, the expectations of an entire scene of people. Right. But it happens regardless, because also we look to film and TV as sort of guidebooks of how we should live our lives and how we should go about our romances and whatever. Because life is chaos and we need directions. <laughs> So it's it's hard to distinguish between fiction and reality when it comes to that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you guys, these were great answers, and we always love hearing from you guys. We've gotten a couple really nice emails, too. Yeah. We want to keep hearing them, and we also love these reviews. Uh, oh, the, yeah. The offer um, still stands. The offer still stands. Are we setting a date for when let's, I'm expected yeah, to? Yeah, let's um, date. <laughs> <laughs> Never ending. <laughs> I was wondering that the other day. I was like, oh, that's great that we have more reviews, and, and I will so make a t-shirt um <laughs> whenever we uh decide on a winner then i'll find out your size so you don't get like, <laughs> xxl or uh, or maybe or maybe X- like an S. xxs because i don't want to draw that big or whatever i don't know i'll draw as big as you are how about that as big as you are in life or wanna be or wanna be if you're pregnant and you're in your first trimester and you want a really cool maternity shirt i'll go with it oh we are also uh doing the dating game. Yeah, we are doing so, this dating game. Yeah, I'm serious about that. I think we'll probably do an entire mini episode telling you so a little too. bit more about what this is. Yeah. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, follow us on Twitter at, at @SimpsonsPod, and you could find us on Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything's coming up podcast, and yeah. email us. Everything's coming up podcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, and on iTunes. U-Tunes, Me-Tunes. We all tunes. We all tunes. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much for listening. Uh, thanks for being patient with these crusty cues. And um, I don't know, have a Ooh. great week. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta nuke something.